Hey ladies, welcome back to the Woman Podcast. My name is Katie Bezet and I am your host. And today we are in week two of our Armor of God study. This is something that came out of Woman Conference. It's a conference that we have every year at New Life Church. And we just wrapped that up the last weekend in September and um, it was just phenomenal. And part of uh, the focus this year was just the Armor of God and we have an awesome study. So this week um, we we have a teaching from Nikita Reno. And if you are just tuning in for the first time, I want to let you know that we have an app. It's called Woman Conference. You can search for it in the App Store. And each Monday throughout October, we have a written devotional and a devotional video um, that's released on the Armor of God. And there are discussion questions as well. So this is a super easy way for you to go through um, a Bible study with a group of friends, roommates, coworkers, um, family members. So I encourage you to do that. If you're listening into this today, then I would just encourage you to, after you listen, look at the discussion questions and discuss it with a friend. So without further ado, let's get started and let's hear from Nikita. everyone, my name is Nikita Reno, and so now we are in week two, and Paul is beginning to unpack the pieces of the armor, and the first one that he starts with is the belt of truth. Now, we know from the study that the belt was a vital part of the Roman soldier's armor. It secured his tunic and breastplate, and it provided a place for him to carry his weapon. And because the belt was so secure around the soldier, he was able to move freely in battle and fight and defeat his enemy. The belt of truth does the same thing for us as believers. In John 8.32, Jesus says, You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. The belt of truth allows us to walk in complete freedom so that as we can, as Paul said earlier, stand firm against the schemes of the enemy. See, without truth, we would be controlled by sin in our lives. We would seek the security and freedom from the world. Without truth, we would be susceptible to the lies of the enemy, whose intention is to destroy our identity in Christ, our relationship, and our lives. But we have complete freedom, and we have the authority to stand against all the lies and attacks of the enemy, to stand against sin, because we are secured in the truth given to us by Jesus Christ. And I don't know about you, but that is something to rejoice about. Like, I can seriously give a praise break right here, but instead, I'm going to give an amen and I'm going to bring it back. So, not only did the belt of truth provide security and freedom for the Roman soldier, it was also a status symbol. So, whenever the soldiers would walk into new cities and towns, uh, the belts that they wore identified them as members of the Roman military. People knew exactly who they were when they walked in because the belts that they wore set them apart. When we wear the belt of truth as believers, it sets us apart as well. See, the the belt of truth 
it sets us apart and it identifies us as followers of Christ. It sets us apart in that it gives us a standard to live by. See, as believers, we live our lives with integrity and sincerity, and we live by God's standards, which He has established in His Word. We are not influenced by the thoughts and opinions of the world around us because we know that they are constantly changing and shifting, but the Word of God is steadfast and it remains. It will not be shaken. It's why we can stand on it. It's why it's our foundation and is why we can be confident in it. And the belt of truth identifies us as followers of Christ because when we're putting on the belt of truth, it's as if we are putting on Christ himself, the truth. In John 14, 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So when we're putting on the belt of truth, it's as if we are equipping ourselves with the spirit of Christ. And do you know what else? All of those things that the belt did for the soldier, providing him security, providing him freedom, and giving him his identity, Christ does those things for us when we put on the belt of truth. Is that not so good? We are literally putting on Christ himself, and there I go again, going up there, but again, let me bring it back, okay? So after we put on the belt of truth, Paul says to put on the breastplate of righteousness. And we know that the breastplate, it covered the Roman soldier's vital organs such as the heart and the lungs. And if left vulnerable, a strike to that part of the body could cause some severe wounding or even death. See, back in those days, battle was hand-to-hand combat. It was fierce and it was up close and personal. So there would be no way that a soldier would enter the battlefield without his breastplate on, leaving his heart exposed because that would be the primary area where the enemy would attack. Friends, I want to say this. The battle, the spiritual battle that we're in right now, it's up close and personal. And the enemy is constantly hurling condemnation and accusations at our heart because he knows that it is a wellspring of life. It is the seat of our emotions. It is where everything flows from. And in our own strength and righteousness, we are no match for him. But the breastplate of righteousness, which is the righteousness of Christ, it covers our hearts and we are protected. Listen, without righteousness, we would be constantly bombarded with reminders of our shortcomings and failings. We would, be, we, would be, we would be bombarded by condemnation from the enemy. We would be bombarded with feelings of unworthiness and defeat. But when we put on the breastplate of righteousness, it's as if Christ himself is standing between us and the attacks of the enemy and the enemy's weapons are no match for him. It says in Isaiah 54:17, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And you can change that word weapon with anything. No lie formed against you shall prosper. No accusation formed against you shall prosper. No sickness, no loneliness, no discouragement, no anxiety formed against you shall prosper. Everything the enemy throws at you will fail because you are covered with the righteousness of Christ. And the enemy is already defeated. And that is something to celebrate and rejoice about. Listen, the righteousness of Christ, it empowers us and it reminds us who we are in Christ Jesus. And not only that, 
but through the power of the Holy Spirit, the breastplate of righteousness allows us to live righteous lives. And that means we live our lives in a way that is honoring to the Lord with our thoughts, with our words, and with our actions. And aren't we so thankful for the armor of God? And as you guys go back into your groups and begin to discuss, I want to just leave you with this. The armor of God is for you to equip you to stand in victory. It's more than just words in your Bible and it's more than just words coming out of my mouth. It requires action. In James 1.22 it says, Be doers of the word and not just hearers only. We have to actually put the armor on. So I want to ask you this. As you go back to your groups, I want you to discuss what are some tangible and practical ways that you can put on the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness. I'm going to pray. Lord, thank you so much for the armor. Thank you for giving us the equipment to protect ourselves so that we can stand in victory. And Father, I pray that you give us wisdom on how we can wear the armor in our day-to-day lives so that we can stand in victory, not only for ourselves as individuals, but also for everyone in the body of Christ. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen.